Hey, I'm Ashley McGee. I'm a health coach, military officer, and military spouse. I'm passionate about helping military women live their happiest and most abundant lives by improving their health. If you're looking for actionable tips and tricks to get healthier while balancing your hectic life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. Hey everyone, so I am super excited because I have my dear friend and go-to personal trainer, Samantha Costello on the show this week. So Sam, thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So of course, I always have to start with my favorite question, which is what is your connection to the military? Yep. So my husband is in the Marine Corps. So I am a military spouse. That's definitely my um, main connection, I would say, because I wouldn't be connected at all if it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. But I also do serve um, military spouses through my programs. They are my main, I would say, clientele mm-hmm. for our group coaching program. So both, but mainly my husband. He's the one who got me connected to the whole military, the whole military world. Yeah, but you've uh, you've had some pretty interesting moves and deployments and stuff like that. How how has that been for you? Yeah, it has been a ride. It's been really <laughs> good though. I don't, you know, I always feel like sometimes I'm I'm a positive person and people are like, oh, you know, Sam's just like blowing smoke. But honestly, I I take a look at the past, gosh, almost 10 years together, hmm. my husband, my now husband, and we have made so many moves. We've gone through deployments, trainings, you know, being away from family, you name it. And, and of course there's been times that have been a struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Struggle being apart from family, struggle, struggle creating a new career, because as a lot of military spouses know, your, your life shifts when you become a military spouse, no matter how independent you are, how driven you are, it very much becomes part of your identity. And there's really just no way around that. So yes, there have been seasons of struggle. There have been things that I have found difficult, but overall it's been incredible. I think it's given me the, the door, the open door to start my own business. I probably would be stuck in corporate right now. Had had I not turned military spouse working some nine to five job, hoping to climb some corporate ladder, not really feeling fulfilled. I wouldn't have been able to travel the country, mm-hmm. travel the world and see different places. I'm pretty sure I would have stayed on the East coast, which I love, but you know, we've really gotten to explore. And, and I think one of the really unique things about being away from your family, as difficult as it can be at times is that as a new couple, mm-hmm. you really get forge your own way and you get to really set your own foundation. So instead of relying on mom, dad, brother, sister, cousins, whoever you have, and I'm so fortunate to have and be very close to, you know, my husband and I really have become this really, you know, we have a really strong foundation because we rely on one another every single day. So yes, there are difficult seasons and I am happy to be honest about all those difficult pieces of it, but I really have to say overall, I, I think we've built a life that I really love. And, um, a lot of that I have to thank for being a military spouse. I love that. And, you know, we met when, you know, your husband was at NPS and I was at NPS and, you know, I was working out at the base gym and you were teaching classes. And I have to thank you because you changed my perspective about working out 
so significantly. And it's funny now, I, it's like such a part of my ethos around health that I forget that it's not a thing that I, you know, ascribe to until we met. And this is really talking about strength training versus cardio. Uh, when when we first met, I was in the middle of training for my second half marathon. I had also just gotten engaged and I had arm goals for my wedding dress. It's a thing, guys. I want my arms to look a certain way. I'll admit it. And I remember, you know, I got my like workout plan from you and you're like, so obviously this starts when you're done with your half marathon, but I want you to shift your focus from, you know, doing cardio basically three, four days a week to strength training three, four days a week and mixing in cardio on those off days. I was like, what? What? (laughs) Yeah, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And I, I was skeptical, but I trusted you. And I think my favorite, one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken was a comparison between what I looked like, you know, height of half marathon training and what I looked like after strength training with you. And I was like, oh, I don't have to run to stay skinny. This is rad. I'm interested. So (laughs) that's why I really want to, you know, have you on today is to talk about strength training and women. I mean, let's, let's start with the basics. Like where, where does that myth come from? You know, with, with cardio versus strength training? Yeah. First of all, I love that. I remember (laughs) you training for the half marathons I of course remember making your workout guide, but I didn't realize that you had kind of a cardio focus at the time. I didn't realize that you made that transition. So that's so cool to hear. Um, <laughs> I definitely had that, had that mindset too, you know, before CoreFit and, and back in high school and even really in college, I think in the beginning of college, um, mm-hmm. just prioritizing cardio. And, you know, it's a good question. Where does that myth come from? I think that if you kind of look back I don't know if it was like the eighties or the nineties. I just feel like cardio was what was popular, right? I feel like the, you, as you know, the health and fitness and diet industry just kind of goes through these phases. And I think as women, we're just kind of, you know, everything that, that was out there at the time was just like skinny is skinny's cool. You know, skinny's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And how do you get skinny? You run, you run, you, you, you burn calories and you get smaller and you get skinny, 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 and skinny's beautiful. And I think that the industry has really shifted, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only has the industry shifted, because honestly, who cares about the industry? I care more about science. And really, if you have aesthetic goals, so when I say aesthetic goals, I'm talking about look looking a certain way, like Ashley mentioned, you know, you mentioned having your arms toned, mm-hmm. um, feeling stronger, all those things come from weightlifting mm-hmm. and not from cardio. And I, I call them like cardio bunnies. I used to be a cardio bunny. I would go to the gym. I would sit on the elliptical. I would run for 10 miles or 45 minutes on the elliptical. And I just felt like in order to get a good workout in, I had to do cardio. Yeah. And, and now I know better. I know that cardio has its place. I know that Cardio can help you work, of course, on your cardiovascular strength, and it is important to an extent, but I also know that if you want to not only see physical results, but get stronger, feel better, and really build not just your muscles, but your bones, your ligaments, and all of that, we need as women, especially to have some sort of resistance training in our workout program. So 
I don't know exactly where the myth came from, but I'm telling you it's 2020 and we're still busting through it because 95% of my women clients come to me and they're like, but what about the cardio? But how many days a week should I be running? Like mm-hmm. I, I got, and, and honestly, the, the hard part is that, and I used to be somebody who felt almost addicted to running. Running was such an endorphin release. It was such a high kind of for me. Mm-hmm. And I always want people to do what they love. You have yeah. to have element of what you love in your workout program, because what you love is what you're going to stick to. So totally, sometimes it's not just understanding the science behind, Hey, this is why you need to lift. And this is why it's good for you, but it's the emotional attachment to the cardio we have and the beliefs we have around cardio, believing that, Hey, if we don't do cardio, we're not getting a good workout. in. so mm-hmm. I'm not by any means saying to take out cardio in, in its entirety, um, or to, especially if you love running, you know, keep it in there, but yeah. ladies, we got to get the resistance training going because that's where you're going to really see some big time results for sure. Totally. Well, I think something that I found too, that has been helpful. And, and again, like you, working with you really expanded this for me. And now I'm someone where I'm constantly like, I like to try different types of workouts because otherwise I get bored, right? But what was nice for me about kind of realizing, yeah, you know, you don't have to a run for miles. And I, despite the half marathons, I am not a runner. <laughs> you know, like I was a competitive swimmer. I ran because it seemed like a good idea at the time, but you know, whatever. So, but I, there's so many days in my past where it was like, you know, if I wasn't really feeling it, especially the cardio or like maybe, maybe my, like my stomach was a little unsettled or like, like something where I wasn't, I didn't really have it in me to do hard cardio. Then I wouldn't work out because I thought I was in this like binary where now I'm like, I mean, I literally just a couple weeks ago with my husband and I, we were like kind of having an off day. It was Sunday. So I was like, Hey, why don't I grab some weights and let's like, just do like a quick, like upper body set while we watch, you know, football on Sunday. Perfect. So we worked yeah. out for like 20 minutes and was it super intense? No, but we moved our bodies and improved like our strength, right? So I think it just gives people more options too. Absolutely. And another really, really cool thing I love about strength training with women mm-hmm. is that it really gets you to focus more on the non-scale victories and, and feeling totally. and what your body can do and how capable and how powerful mm-hmm. you are. And I'm telling you every single time when my clients realize how strong they are physically there's an absolute direct mental relation and i think yes. you know when you're running you do feel good when you're running faster and when you're feeling strong you know you're going faster mm-hmm. or long distances there's something different i found i found that when people are lifting weights or doing pull-ups or push-ups or finding success through high intensity interval training like oh i can do my burpee quicker i can do more in a minute there's just some type of mental, there's a mind body connection there that is just very powerful. And I really think it helps to build confidence and you feel strong, you feel capable. Mm-hmm. And that trickles yes. down to every aspect of your life. You're like, damn, I'm a, I don't know if I can say this on this, oh, yeah. but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a badass. Like I just did 20 pull-ups. Like I never thought I could do that. Mm-hmm. What else can I do? And I just think mm-hmm. it gets away from that cardio weight loss, what number do I weigh on the scale mindset towards more of a, wow, look what my body can do. I'm so strong and capable mindset. And I think that's when you yeah. start to get some really fun wins in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it totally is a confidence booster. It's one of those, again, like 
all my stories are with my husband now, but we, I can't remember where we were, but, uh, someone was like, oh, well, like they mentioned that he was Navy too, you know, like, oh, well, you know, if, so, if so anything goes down, you know, he can protect us. And he looks at me and he goes, actually, she's probably better. <laughs> and yeah, like, just, seriously. yeah, I think especially as women, like kn- knowing that we, that we are strong, that we can also like defend ourselves and, and take care of ourselves and be independent, I think is, yeah. Yeah, it, it's totally a mind body connection. And, you know, I've never really thought about that. Like, but, you know, sitting here talking about it totally makes sense. Yeah. And I, I think, too, when you look to the past, like women weren't supposed to look strong. They weren't yeah. like, they strong as the new sexy. Well, I don't subscribe to any of that. I think sexy is what you think is sexy, right? Because you, you need to, you should look the way you want to look. Like, you don't need to, you don't need to be strong or skinny or whatever. Like, you are who you are and you should look the way you want to look and you'll feel, you should feel good about how you look. But what I mean is like, when you look to the past, it was like, that wasn't valued. Like being strong as a woman wasn't valued. You know, you it's like, Oh, don't, don't, don't live too much. You're going to look manly or girls still. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. I get it. I get it. Like sometimes I'm like, really, it's not how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, I, even my husband, he's like, don't, don't get too jacked. I'm like, babe, you have to try to get jacked. (laughs) Like, do you see me consuming like copious amounts of protein? Like I'm not going to get jacked. It's fine. We're not, women aren't built like that. Like I'm not taking steroids. Like I'm not not hopped up on testosterone. (laughs) No, sorry. But, and and that's like a myth that I have to bust through a lot too, which is like one of my favorite myths to bust through. But yeah, I just feel like where did that myth come from? I don't know, but I just feel like our society has changed what they value. And I think women are just more independent in, in general and feel like yeah. there's no man activity versus woman activity. If you want to lift in your woman, then go for it. So yeah. thank goodness, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So we've talked a bit about the myth and also why it's important. So what would you say are like common fears that you see from women and, and how do you help them kind of break through that? Oh yeah, absolutely. So common fears when it comes to lifting, I don't know what to do. Like I get that all the time. Like yep. where do I start? Yep. And that's, that's a really um, valid fear because, Hey, you don't want to jump into the gym or jump into, I mean, I don't, I don't know if anybody working out in gyms these days, but working <laughs> out at home and jump into lifts and, and not feel confident. Right. So there's two elements of not knowing what to do. There's one, you feel silly because you actually physically don't want to be judged. And then there's the second part of it that I find is that they, they honestly don't know what to do. They're not familiar with the lift terminology and what mm-hmm. the body should not necessarily like the form of the lift. Right. So it's always that I don't know what to do. There's always two elements that one, I feel really silly and I'm not confident, especially if I'm in a gym and I feel like people are looking at me. And two is I just really don't know if my form is right. I physically do not know what to do and I don't want to injure myself. And yeah, they're both really valid concerns. Um, so I like to remind people that when we talk about weightlifting and resistance training, we're not necessarily talking about like a half rack. Although I love half racks and we can, you can work up to that. You can start with a soup can that is resistance. You can start with a two pound dumbbell that is resistance. You can start with a band mm-hmm. that is resistance. So when we talk about resistance training and weightlifting, we're not always talking about the most intimidating piece of equipment in the gym. We're talking about literally anything that's going to put resistance against your muscle. And that could be a can of beans. So start small, get the basic fundamentals down. And this is where honestly hiring a coach is huge because you're going to boost your confidence. You're going to take all the guesswork out 
And you're going to learn proper form because proper form means reduced injury risk and nobody mm-hmm. wants to be injured. Once you get the basics down, hey, what does a squat look like? What does a hip hinging movement look like? Well, what's it, why is that important? Well, we do a lot of exercises like deadlifts and tricep kickbacks and back flies from a hip hinged position. So if you can get those basics down, mm-hmm. whether you're working with a coach one-on-one or attending a class that can review them with you, you're going to build confidence because we build confidence by doing something and doing it well, right? You have a little bit of success, you build confidence, you can build from that. So start small, start with the basics in terms of form. And when my clients say like, I'm really intimidated to work out in front of people or to, you know, go to a gym, that's where like the mindset work comes in, right? Yeah. Most of the time you're your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. People, are, people aren't looking at you in the gym. Most likely they're not looking at me. They don't really care what I'm doing, Yeah. but we build these, like you, you feel so like you, you swear people are looking and judging. So we have to really think the mindset work really comes in and, and busting through. But I really think that if you can work and get the basics down, that would even build the confidence around the mindset work, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're like, I got this. I can do this. I can, you really believe that you can, yeah. um, so really start small. We don't need to jump under a half rack and start squatting and, and deadlifting um, with a bar. We can start with whatever, a water jug or a soup can and just yeah. start small. Start Absolutely. Small. I mean, like <laughs> in in times of COVID, you know, this is being recorded November of 2020, right? Like I can't tell you the last time I did a deadla- deadlift with, you know, a bar, right? Like but I have dumbbells. I have like a massive kettlebell, right? Yeah. Like, and that's, that's the thing is people get so intimidated by, by the equipment. And I mean, I've even, I don't know if I've ever told you this. So like for the first probably year of me dating my husband, he re- like refused to do leg day. Like he, he was the guy that skipped leg day. I know. I, I know. My husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have him now that we're like home, like I'm finally living in the same place. Like he's doing, he's doing leg day with me and he's yeah. really, he's really cautious. He's really nervous about, you know, his back and his because what the story he's been telling himself, and this is why that mindset piece is so important, right? The story he's been telling himself is that he has a bad back and back knees. And so he can't do legs. So mm-hmm. I've been like correcting him on form, you know, working out with him, but like, he's finally getting a little booty and I love it. <laughs> okay. That is so hysterical. And I'm sorry to my husband for embarrassing him, but he's the same. And finally during COVID started doing booty and leg day on Monday mornings. And mm-hmm. I swear on everything I love over the last like four weeks, I've been like, babe, mm-hmm. your butt is growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. And he's the same way. Like his hamstrings are super tight. Yep. He's definitely more dominant in his upper body. He's stronger in his upper body. And it was intimidating. And he didn't want to, he literally said, every time I squat, I feel like my hamstring is going to bust open. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let's work on that. And there's so many different techniques to correct your form for squats and, yeah. and build strength without, you know, like a booty band that we always talk about. Like, that's a great way to mm-hmm. build strength and prepare your body for squats without jumping right under bar. So cheers to getting our guys some booties <laughs> and uh, uh, finally doing leg day. <laughs> yes. And it's a good reminder too, that, you know, it, even, you know, men are struggling with this as a, as a mindset piece. Right. So I, oh, cause yeah. I feel like so often with strength training, it's like, that's such a male dominated realm that it's harder for women to break into, but really yeah. across the board, it comes down to having, having the knowledge, right. 
and and knowing what you're doing, which leads me to my next question for you. And you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up again anyway. Is you know, a lot of folks are asking, okay, well, when it comes to working out, when it comes to strength training, like at what point can I DIY do this myself? And at what point do I really need to look at at hiring a coach or hiring a personal trainer and, and getting help and getting, you know, figuring this all out? Yeah, I think it really depends on the individual, the individual's previous experience, um, the individual's accountability. Mm-hmm. Are they somebody who is type A and when they set their mind to something, they're going to do it? Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been struggling for? I mean, let's not fool ourselves. Like I know myself, if I'm struggling with something for more than like three weeks, I'm getting help. Like I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> like I want results and I want them yesterday. So if you've been struggling and you know, you can look back and that's, that's the hard part, right? We have to look at ourselves and be objective and honest. So mm-hmm. not like, Oh, well, I've been struggling because of COVID or I've been struggling because of X and those all might be very valid reasons. We're all struggling right now in some way or another, but the problem is, is those are external reasons. Those external reasons, whether they're COVID or a kid or work being tough or a project are always going to be there. Yep. So if you are unable to bust through those and it's hard to do, I have coaches in, in a lot of aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. I love this and hire a coach. Hey, Ashley here. And I have a question for you. Are you tired of feeling like you don't belong in your body or just really over worrying about weigh-ins and passing fitness tests or honestly feeling like you just don't look like you should as a military woman and it kind of makes you feel like a failure? Listen, I understand how you feel. I used to be just like you. But here's the thing, I learned how to get healthy, to lose that weight and keep it off. And I've been helping other military women like you one-on-one. But now I'm super excited because I've opened up a brand new group coaching program. This is the same method my clients have used to lose that stubborn weight, get stronger, and finally love the body you're in. No more worrying about fitting into your dress uniforms. Sign up now so you can start 2021 on the right foot. Doors close soon, so don't wait. Just go to ashleymcgee.com slash healthy habits to enroll. That's ashleymcgee.com slash healthy habits. I can't wait to help you take charge of your health journey and finally live the life that you want. Like, why would you want to struggle? The amount of time and money and and wasted effort we spend on pretending or wishing or wanting something instead of just going after it and getting it, Mm. you know? So I say, Hey, how, how experienced are you in this? Or have you done this before? And you're just kind of need to get ramped back up. Okay. Give it a try on your own. Is this brand new to you? And you feel completely overwhelmed by it. And the thought of it is giving you heart palpitations and you're stressed out. Maybe you should hire a coach. Have you been trying to do it for the last eight months or maybe you're three years postpartum and you're just not where you want to be time to hire a coach. Right. And I think there's, there's no, there's one, there's no shame in hiring a coach. Like I literally feel like every single person could benefit from therapy and some kind of coach. Let's just be honest, whether whether it's a financial coach, a, a trainer, whether it's a business coach, whether it's a mindset coach, a life coach, like I swear to God, all the, I'm for all the coaches. 
So <laughs> first of all, let's just knock down that shame. I think it's, I would literally rather see my friends and family and everyone I love and my clients live a life of abundance and get help. And it's not even like you're getting help because you're struggling. It's getting help because you want to be even better. Yeah. So first of all, there's no shame around that. And then second of all, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't, I can't, I don't have the time, I don't have the money. Hey, listen, if something's important enough to you, you will make time and you will find the money in most Yes. Places. Yes. And the money Absolutely. was a tough one because I, you know, people are like, I get it. Like you might not have it right now, but I'm telling you, if you're focused enough, whatever that coach costs, it's worth it. Cause I've paid for coaches in all honesty, where I, I think about what I spent and I'm still like kind of like a gut punch. I'm like, Whoa, but Hey, guess what? It changed my entire life. And it not just monetarily did I make the money back, but forget the money part of it. It, it, it will help your life in so many big, so many, so many bigger ways that you can't even fathom. Right. So anyways, it's time to hire a coach. If you are struggling and you're honest with yourself and you're like, Hey, I'm really overwhelmed by this. I don't know what to do. I want to take the guesswork out. I want to get to my results quickest. I've been trying for eight months and I'm not happy. Um, so if you're, if you're stuck, if you can honestly say you've given it an effort and you're stuck or you're having trouble even finding effort, if you are not being accountable, if you feel like you always use time as an excuse, I don't have time, get a coach. Yeah. Uh, you can tell I'm very passionate about hiring coaches. I, but- I love it. I love it. I'm like, yes, yes. My husband said to me this month, he's like, as I was talking about hiring another coach, he's like, so are we just like on this coach thing or we're just getting a coach every month? <laughs> like, maybe we might be. Uh, yeah. I, I think I had a similar conversation about my business coach. My husband's like, who is this guy? I'm like, he's in Canada. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But I do, I like, one of the things I love that you touch on is you, know, you go to a coach, not because you have to fix something or something's broken, but because you want to be better. And that's something I, I say to my clients a lot is like, listen, like I'm not here. I'm not here to fix you. The best version of you is already living in there. I'm just going to help bring her out. That's what I'm here to do. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. Yeah. We all get stuck. You know, we all totally have Oh, we all have moments. And I just feel like there's so much resistance around getting a coach for mm. so many reasons. And I don't know, everybody should get a coach. <laughs> I love it. So, um, I, I kind of mentioned, uh, when I introduced you that you're, you're my personal trainer, my go-to and you make the workout plans for all of my clients, which has been such an amazing partnership. And I'm super excited that we just continue to expand and grow what we're doing together. But, you know, I, I would love for you to talk a little bit about like your process and, and what goes into when you're creating a workout plan for someone. Yeah. So this is something I'm really nerd ish, <laughs> but just so passionate about it's called program design and I love it. Like I could do this mm-hmm. all day, every day. Like when I work with my, you know, when I make guides for your clients or work with my clients, it's just like, this is what I love love. Like I literally, my, my clients are like, Oh gosh, you're smiling. This is bad news. Like what is this? (laughs) Um, and, and the thing is, is that when you're working with somebody who's trained, they're not just throwing random exercises together. There is a reason for the way, not only the exercises you choose, but the way that you pair them together, or Mm -hmm. you could supersets pairing them together or straight sets. Um, there is such a science. There's really a science behind 
the way you work through certain exercises and certain workout programs. And it's going to depend on a lot of different factors. So, and of course, always my clients get annoyed. They're like, you're, you always say every individual, everybody's different. I'm like, but it's true. Like everybody is different. So it's going to depend on the individual, you know, the couple of things I look off, look at right off the bat are what are your goals? Okay. What are your goals? What are you currently doing? What's your history? I need to know what your history is. Have you ever played sports before? Um, are, do you have any injuries? What do you love? What do you hate? Because, Hey, I can make the best workout program, but if it's not custom to you or custom to me, you're not going to maybe like it. You're not going to, I'd rather somebody be consistent and stick to something um, then me feel like I'm just giving them the best workout ever. I want them to actually do it. Right. So mm-hmm. I need to know what do you like? What don't you like? Do you have any injuries? What sports have you played? What sports don't you play? What, what are your goals? What are you currently doing? What equipment do you have access to? Mm-hmm. How many days a week are you going to work out? Not how many days a week do you wish you would work out, but really like what's realistic. What are you currently doing? What's your baseline? Mm-hmm. Um, and then depending on those goals, we, are able to create a perfect workout or a perfect plan for the individual. And you can't just necessarily jump right into um, strength training hardcore, right? Are you postpartum? Are you injured? Are you overweight? Do you have you haven't have you had have you not worked out for a month, three months, a year, right? We need to start with activation. We need to start with balance. We need to start with um, really core strength. Your core is the center of everything you do. So mm-hmm. we really need to make sure that we're building. It's like a pyramid, right? It's like a step you're stepping up. you got to always build that foundation, yeah. balance, muscular endurance. Then you're going to go to strength and then you can move to things like power. So that's how I think about it in my mind. And there's ways to work depending on the person's goals. And then of course it's like, well, are you working out five days a week? Then your program's going to look a lot different unless if you're working out two days a week. Are we doing full body every day? Are we going to do split days? So there's so much that goes into it. And um, it's really dependent on, like I said, the individual and what the Mm. goals are. I love that. I mean, and it's, and it's, I mean, one of the best parts I think of your programs is that like, you can keep going back. Like I, I still have the original you made for me, God, what, almost three years ago now. Oh yeah. Almost three years ago now. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure it has your old logo, like you've read oh like God. all of your branding, right? But I have it in a three ring binder that like I go, I still go back to those workouts when I'm like, okay, like I really want to do uh, a killer like lower body day and, and I, and I know that I can go back to those and they're, you know, and I'll, and I'll mix them up. Like I'll maybe yeah. switch out one exercise for another, right? Keep things fresh. But and I have the knowledge base to do that. But right. I love that I I still go back to your workouts as you know a, a baseline. Um, and that's awesome. It's also a really good assessment when I'm like <laughs> when I haven't been doing enough strength training and I'm like, oh, oh, I it's hard. I've lost some uh, some muscle there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm focusing on. So. Yeah, and I, you know, as for me, like I like kind of geek out on that because. I know that somebody's only going to see results if they're actually doing the workout, right? If they're staying consistent. So my goal is to create something that somebody's actually going to want to do and want to stick to. Again, like it's not about me thinking I am doing the best workout program or giving you the best exercise pair together. It's also about 
creating something that's really a fit for that individual. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where I flow. Like my husband kind of laughs at me because, you know, on Saturdays, I'll do like live workouts and he's like, where's your plan? Where's your plan? And I'm like, babe, it's right here. Like I have it. He's like, well, I need to see a list. I need to see a list. And I'm like, no, no, no. Sometimes I just do better when I'm in the moment, feeling my body, feeling like what muscles are fatigued. Okay. We need to add some more cardio in here. Let's switch to core and just kind of in that flow state. But one of the reasons I always, you know, say like, Hey, go work with Ashley, like work with a coach because you can do the random YouTube video scroll, right? Cause we've all done that. I've done that fitness, mm. blend, like whatever it is, they're, they're, they're fine, but there's something to be said about a custom coach, a custom plan. Um, that's meant for you, not just meant for the masses. Yeah. Yeah. I like can't even do it anymore. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, I think I'm too spoiled at this point to go back to to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love it. I'm, oh, and I love how passionate you are. I mean, this is just so you guys know, Sam and I talk on a regular basis, and we just nerd out about this stuff offline all the time. So. I'm obsessed. <laughs> you know, one thing I want to mention too about strength training is like my clients will say like, and I'm sure you hear this all the time. You know, I, I I've lost, especially for people who really have some weight they want to lose, right? You might lose weight doing cardio. You're gonna just lose weight if you're in a calorie deficit. The reality is, is like whether you're doing keto, paleo, whatever. The rea- that all you do be is in a calorie deficit. That means you're burning more calories than you're consuming through food. Plain and simple. Yeah. People want to trick you into the X, Y, and Z, but that's how you're gonna lose weight. But once you lose weight, right? I have a lot of clients who are like, I lost weight, but I don't like the way I look. Like, I don't, I don't, I just feel like I'm, my client said this to me yesterday. She just started with me. She's in her second week and she said, I feel skinny fat. And I, I hate mm-hmm. saying that to her, but she said it. So I'm going to use it. Um, and I was like, yeah, I totally, I understand what you mean. I understand. I understand. And that's why we need to do strength training. So, you know, you might lose weight initially from doing the cardio and stuff, but if you really want to feel strong or tone and have, you know, toned arms, tone booty, a tight lifted booty and feel like you have more shape to you. Mm-hmm. That's where the strength training comes in. You will not cardio your way to tone. Curves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The curves. Like not going to happen. I tried, I tried for years and my booty did not grow at all until I started doing resistance training, band work, and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. just don't, just my main message to women is don't be afraid and forget the aesthetic stuff. You're going to be so much healthier. You're going to feel so much better. Yes. The more muscle mass you have, the more calories you burn, just your, your base, your basal metabolic rate is going to be boosted. The more muscle mass you have. Okay. Talk about that for a bonus. You are going to be, as you get older, building your muscles through weight training, you're also going to be building your bone strength, your ligament, yep. all these important things, functional exercises, helping you with balance, day-to-day activities. So you don't fall. Um, so you can keep up with your kids. I mean, I'm only 32 and I feel like some days I feel like I'm, you know, 90. I'm like, gosh, I got to keep up with these things because I want to be able to keep up with my kids and my grandkids. And that's one of the main benefits of strength training. I totally agree. Absolutely. Across the board. You just can't not do it, which I know is a lot of negative, like double negatives, but just do it. (laughs) Just, yeah, seriously. Like just, just incorporate strength training. It will, it'll change your life. And there are so many different ways to do it. It doesn't have to be scary and confused, get a coach. So with that, I do want to, um, you know, turn it over to you as far as like, where, where can people find you? You mentioned you do Saturday workouts, right? Yeah. 
So um, I do do free Saturday workouts. Um, you can find me on Instagram at core fit fix. It's obviously one like word core C O R E fit F I T F I X. And then I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page um, that's under core fit. And that's where the Saturday workouts happen. They're great. I usually have a pull up in our group, which is also on Facebook. Basically, if you just find that page core fit, you'll be able to find everything from there. But we do um, the free workouts on Saturday. And I usually have a pull up during the week. Like we're going to do one this Saturday. And um, I say, hey, what do you want to work? Do you want to work upper body, lower body? You know, so I try to really tailor it to what people want to see. So um, core fit on Facebook, core fit fix on Instagram and my um website is corefitfix.com, which will also get you to all the places as well. Yeah. And I'll make sure obviously everything is linked in the show notes for this episode, but cool. Sam, thank you so much. It's always a blast to talk to you. I love nerding out about health stuff with you and, <laughs> and, you know, and I want to, I want to thank you for, you know, the, the transformation that you've given me and in, in my life. I mean, so much of what I do now is based on a lot that I've learned from you. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm really so proud of you. I have just been amazed. I was talking about you bragging about you the other day to my husband. I'm like, babe, you know, she's like active duty. And he's like, yes, I know she's active duty. That's where we met her. And I'm like, she has this whole coaching business, like (laughs) building this thing up. That's amazing. And I'm like, gosh, it's, you're so driven. You're so passionate. And it's so cool to see you help women. And I feel like you're your area of expertise is so needed and so specialized. Like women in the military, I feel like are just in need of your services so much. So you're amazing. And thank you for having me. And it's been so cool to see your business grow. Aw, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. You've just finished another episode of the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. If you like the show, can you do me a favor? Go rate and review it. I would really appreciate it. And once you do, post a picture and tag at Ash McGee Coach so I can shout you out. Talk to you next week.